0: Hello and welcome to the life of Riley from OTRgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: It's new, it's amazing. It's Prel, Procter and Gamble's new radiant cream shampoo in the handy tube.
0: T-R-E-L-L Prell
1: shampoo. brings you The Life of Riley. Prell, the shampoo that removes dandruff in as little as three minutes and leaves hair radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Well, summer is practically over. This year, more families went off on vacations than ever before. Millions of people lived the life of Riley, except Chester A. Riley. It all started on a hot summer day last July. The Rileys were gathered around the kitchen table, eagerly studying vacation folders.
2: Hey, look, Pop, here's a place to go. Where, Junior?
3: The Lazy Q Dude Ranch. It's in Wyoming.
2: Oh, no, 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 no dude ranch.
3: Riley, how about Big Beaver Lake? No, Dumplin',
2: that's too near. Let's travel.
3: I know what, Daddy. Let's visit the Thousand Islands.
2: Thousand Islands, bad talk sense. I've only got ten days. That's a hundred islands a day.
3: (laughs) Riley, the Thousand Islands. Oh, here's
2: the spot we ought to go to. Lake Louise.
3: Oh, that's in Canada. Now, let's be sensible. A trip like that would cost a thousand dollars.
2: So what? We only live once.
3: All we've got in the bank is $89.
2: Let's just pitch a tent in the backyard.
3: We could stay home and go on picnic. Oh, oh my. Well, I,
2: I don't know, kids. All these places are so expensive. Hey, what are we racking my brains
3: for? Why
2: don't we go to the same place as last year? To the farm?
3: The farm? Yes. Oh, no, Dad! Oh, nothing it's... doing, Pa. Well, what's
2: wrong? It's a great setup. Hank Stefanati will be getting his two-week vacation, same as usual. He'll let us use his little cottage on the farm.
3: Riley... I will not spend my vacation on a prison farm.
2: But we won't be living in a cell like the others.
3: He's a prison
2: guard. He's got a nice cottage.
3: Oh, have a heart, Daddy. Who wants to spend
4: a vacation on a prison farm? Last summer, every time I climbed a fence, some guy took a
2: shot at me. Well, this year, don't wear your striped shirt.
3: Riley, we're not going to any prison farm.
2: But it's only for ten days. After that, we get parole.
3: <laughs> I
2: mean, we leave.
3: I'd rather stay home this summer. Oh, we never get to
2: go anywhere decent like other families.
3: Oh, now stop complaining, Junior. Remember, your father's not a rich man.
2: Oh, that's right. Throw it up to me that I ain't rich.
3: <laughs> Why, Riley, I didn't oh, mean anything. let's
2: an... face it. I'm a flop, that's all. <laughs> a failure, a bum.
3: You're not a flop. You're not a failure.
2: Oh, but I am a bug, huh?
3: Now, I I not say that. All my
2: life I worked hard, and what did I get? Older.
3: <laughs> well, it's not your fault, dear. You you just didn't get the break.
2: No, nah, breaks have got nothing to do with it. It's education that counts. If I'd only gotten some kind of diploma, now it's too late
3: isn't, Daddy. You could take a night course at college and get a better job.
2: You really think I could?
3: Why, sure, Pop. Why, of course, dear.
2: But I read somewhere when you get to be my age, you you can't absorb up education like when you were young. The brain dries up.
3: Oh, (laughs) well, that's nonsense. Well, look at Einstein, Pop. His brain didn't dry up. That's right.
2: Sure. What am I worrying about? I bet my brain's got just as much water in it as it did 20 years ago. (laughs) Maybe more. I'm signing up for a diploma tomorrow. Oh, what's a good college at night?
3: Well, uh, UCLA. Yes, that's a fine school. Your boss, Mr. Stevenson, graduated from UCLA.
2: Okay, that's for me. I bet Stevenson will give me a big job the minute I graduate.
3: Oh, I just know he will. You could take up mechanical engineering, Pop. Sure, that's it. And when I get my diploma...
2: Wait. Oh. Well,
3: what's the matter? Money. Well, we've got $89 to start with.
2: Yeah, but will that be enough? These, these schools must be pretty expensive, and it's tough enough meeting our bills as it is.
3: Well, I can get a job this summer. Well, so can I. We'll pay your tuition, Pop.
2: Oh, Peg, what wonderful kids we've got. I
3: know, dear. I bet if
2: you look through the whole country, you won't find two other kids who are putting their father through school. <laughs> Pardon me, mister. Looking for something, Mac? Yeah, do you know which building you register for the UCLA night courses? Oh, you're going
4: to take a course here? Yeah, engineering. You must have a lot of money to troll around, Mac. Oh, no, not too much. Is it very expensive? Is it expensive, he says. Of course, it's none of my business. Go ahead. Go to UCLA. Don't let me stop you. Go ahead.
2: I will. Would you mind letting go of my coat?
4: (laughs) Oh, sorry. Now, I happen to know of a college... You heard of MIT? Yes, yeah, sure. Well, this college is PIT. Pacific Institute of Technology. Happened to be a graduate myself. Civil engineering. Same course they're given at UCLA takes two years. I've done it at PIT in three months.
2: Only three months?
4: How can they graduate you that fast? Can you keep a secret? Yes.
2: Uranium. <laughs> oh. And you get a real diploma after only three months?
4: Yes, sir, a genuine sheepskin. By a coincidence, I happen to have my diploma on me. Here, feel it.
2: Yeah. Mm Mm-mm, that's a genuine sheepskin, all right. The wool's still on it. (laughs) Only three months? Hey, it don't sound possible. I guess a school like that must be pretty expensive. Not if you're bright. And I can see you're bright. Yeah, that's obvious.
4: (laughs) But what's that got to do with it? Dean Baxter's a friend of mine. I'm getting you a free scholarship. A free scholarship? Now leave everything to your pound Benny.
5: Hello, Dean Baxter speaking. Oh, yes, young Dr. Pettengill. Mr. Pettengill, I have thrilling news for you, my boy. You have successfully passed the entrance examination. Welcome to P.I.P., Report tomorrow with the one hundred dollar tuition fee. Now, 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 don't thank me. To share my knowledge with others is all I ask. Godspeed, my boy. Hey, Mabel, we hooked another sucker.
3: <laughs> oh, and boy, Doc. That hundred bucks will come in handy. We owed a bookmaker for the last race yesterday. This
5: will cover it.
3: But, say, Doc, when are we gonna blow out of here? supposing the cops get out onto
5: us, huh? Ah, relax. Will you, honey? A few more chumps. We'll have a nice little bankroll and then we blow to Hialeah.
3: Talking to chumps. Look out the window. <laughs> then he hooked another one.
5: <laughs> yeah. From the look on his kisser, this one's the prized chump of all. <laughs> okay, Mabel, roll up your stockings and hide that racing form. Remember, you're Dean of Women.
3: <laughs> I got gotcha,
5: you, kid. Take a letter, Miss Latour. Come
4: on in, Riley. Good evening, Dr. Baxter. To uh,
5: Professor Albert Einstein. Dear Al, regarding the geometric problem you asked me to solve for you, I, uh... Oh, Benjamin, come in! If you're busy, Doctor... Not at all, my boy, not at all. I was just dashing off a note to an old student of mine, Professor Einstein.
4: Uh, Doctor, this here is a pal of mine, Chester Reilly.
5: Delighted to meet you, son.
4: Delighted to
2: meet you, father.
4: (laughs) I
2: mean, doctor.
4: Mr. Riley would like to
2: apply for a free scholarship. Now, now, wait. First, I want to be sure that this school is okay.
4: Sorry,
5: we're all
2: filled up. Filled up? You couldn't find room for just one more?
5: It's out of the question.
2: Uh, Well, it looks like I'll have to go to UCLA.
5: You do that. After all, UCLA is a pretty good school, too. You just run along now and register there.
2: I will. Would you mind getting off my foot?
5: (laughs) Wait a moment.
2: Yes, Doctor. It's
5: barely possible. Yeah, 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 Doctor. I'll do it. As a personal favor to Benjamin, I'll make room for you.
2: Oh, thank you, Doctor. Thank (laughs) you. I just got to get educated. When do I start?
5: Immediately. Provided, of course, you can pass our entrance examination. Oh, and, and again? It's difficult. We have a high, high standard here. Shall we proceed?
2: Oh, gee, I hope I can pass.
5: We'll start on your mathematical reflex ratio. Name a figure. A figure? Any figure, like, uh, how
2: much money have you got in the bank? $89. You passed! (laughs) Welcome to P.I.T.
3: Chester Riley, you promised to register at UCLA.
2: I know, But, Daddy,
3: if you're not going to UCLA, where are you going?
2: Give me a chance. I'm trying to tell you. You've heard of MIT? MIT? Well, this is P-I-T. (laughs) Pit. Pit? Yeah, the Pacific Institute of Technology. I never heard of it.
3: Oh, but Riley, it was all settled. We decided UCLA. Your boss, Mr. Stevenson, said go to UCLA. Now, why go to a place nobody ever heard of?
2: Well, for one thing, it's free. Free? They gave me a scholarship.
3: A scholarship? You? They gave you a scholarship? You, Pop?
2: Now, oh, wait a minute. What's the matter with me getting a scholarship? I ain't a dope, am I? I got brains, ain't I? Look, if they want to give scholarships, it's their business.
3: <laughs> oh, well, as long as it isn't costing you anything, you got nothing to lose.
2: Well, there, there are a few tiny expenses. What
3: tiny expenses?
2: Well, this is a registration fee, $10 and Lab fees, 15, books, 25, and and then there's my fraternity pin.
3: Daddy, you joined a fraternity?
2: Oh, sure. All the engineering students join it. It's the Nuts and Bolts Club. (laughs) I'm only a bolt now, but someday I hope to become a nut.
3: (laughs) Well, don't worry. You'll make it. Uh Uh, Riley... Any other tiny expenses?
2: Well, uh, there's $5 for my beanie. I'm a freshman.
3: Oh, Daddy, you're going to wear a beanie. (laughs)
2: Well, I'm glad you think it's funny. After all, I'm going through all this for my family.
3: Oh, I'm sorry, Daddy. Riley, how much do your expenses come to?
2: Exactly $89.
3: But you said it was free. It would have been cheaper to go to UCLA. Why
2: waste two years when I can get the same course, the same diploma at PIT in three months?
3: Three months? Daddy, that's impossible. Bob, it can't be done. It
2: can be done. My head's made up.
3: Riley, how on earth can they make you a graduate engineer in three months?
2: Can they keep a secret?
3: Yes. Uranium. (laughs) Uranium? Now,
2: don't worry, Peg. This is my big chance to get an education and get somewhere in the world. Have a little faith in me.
3: Well, all right.
2: Why, the whole thing is like a miracle. Yesterday, I decided to get an education by hook or by crook. And today, I'm getting it.
1: We'll hear the second act of the life of Riley in a moment. It's different. It's wonderful. That's what they say about Prowl.
3: Procter and Gamble's new radiant cream shampoo in the handy tube.
1: Everybody says Prowl's a wonder for two reasons.
3: First... Prell's a wonder for soft, smooth, radiant hair. Prell actually leaves hair more radiant than any soap or soap shampoo.
1: Second, Prell's a wonder for dandruff. Prell removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes. Examinations by a group of doctors proved it. With Prell's patented cleansing ingredients, stubborn dandruff was controlled by two Prell shampoos a week. That handy Prell tube's
3: a wonder, too. No waste, no slippery bottles.
1: So for hair free of unsightly dandruff, Hair radiantly lovely.
3: Get Prel. You'll sing of its wonders too. C R E L L Prel Shampoo. Leaves hair radiant, gleaming bright. Not a bit of dandruff is inside. Comes in a tube, handy too. C R E L L Prel Shampoo.
1: And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. For the past two months, Riley has been taking a night course in engineering at a fake school. Firmly convinced he will graduate and receive a genuine diploma, we now find him cramming for the final exams.
2: If force A is applied to force B, which has a magnitude equal to the vector CB, then the tension resulting in the dynamic field
3: is... Turn over the that field. paper,
4: Babs. I was reading it. Well, I'll
3: be through in a minute. Well,
4: I had it first.
3: I had it first. Children, children, can't you be quiet? Your father's doing his homework.
2: If Force A is applied to Force B...
4: Yes, Papa have to do his homework in the living room. I can't even listen to the radio anymore. Oh,
3: you and that radio. Why don't you take an interest in your father and help him with his homework? (laughs) If Force A
2: is applied to Force B... I think Papa ought to quit that school. What do you mean, quit? I'm going to graduate next Saturday.
3: Now, Riley, get on with your homework. Well, it can't
2: be much of a school. How much can you learn in three months? Anyway, what business is it of yours if I'm learning anything at school? Well, I'm putting up the dough for it. Oh.
3: <laughs> Junior! Uh,
4: I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean anything.
3: Anyway, it's not your money, Junior. How can you say such a thing? Not a
2: girl, Babsy.
3: Half of it's mine.
0: <laughs> Fine
2: kids I got. They lend me a little money to help me get brilliant, and then they throw it up to me.
3: Now, dear.
2: <laughs> what do you think? I'm going to that school anyway. You think it's a pleasure for me to spend every night thinking?
3: (laughs) Believe me, it's torture. I know, dear, I know. You're doing it for our sake. Oh, I'm sorry, Daddy. It's
2: all my pop. Oh, that's okay, kids. Forget it. And and don't worry. Wait till next Saturday when I graduate as a Bachelor of Science. You kids will be proud that you've got a Bachelor for a father. (laughs) Hello, Riley speaking.
0: Riley,
5: this is Dean Baxter. I'm sorry I had to call you where you were. Oh, that's okay, Dean. Congratulations, my boy. You've passed the final examination.
2: I did? Oh, that's wonderful. And,
5: uh, by the way, we've set the graduation date slightly ahead.
2: Oh, it's not next Saturday?
0: Uh,
5: no.
2: Well, when is it? Right now.
5: Something urgent has come up that requires my presence out of town. So, if you want your diploma. You I'll bet,
2: be bet I want it, I'll be right over. Fine. And
0: don't forget to bring the $50 graduation fee. <laughs>
2: Mr. Stevenson, it's well of you to come with me to my graduation.
6: Oh, it's a pleasure, Riley.
2: I tried to phone my family, but no one's home. And when I get my diploma, I'd like to have someone there to be proud of me.
4: Riley, one thing puzzles me. Yeah? How can UCLA give you a diploma after only three months?
2: Oh, well, I didn't go to UCLA like you told me, boss. I did the smart thing. I went to PIT, Pacific Institute of Technology. Oh.
6: But Riley...
2: My course
6: took me two years.
2: Well, you see, at PIT, they get the most they possibly can out of every student.
0: <laughs> you, uh,
1: you sure this school is all right?
2: Seeing's believing, ain't it? You just wait until you meet the dean, Dr. Baxter. He's a great man. Taught Professor Einstein everything he knows. He was. Uh, here's the school now. There, see? Right in back of that garbage can. Well, there's quite a crowd here. Yeah, that's for the commencement.
4: Gee, I wish my family was... That's a bully? Oh,
2: yeah, what do they do? Oh, I know. The dean said he had to leave town in a hurry, and I bet the cops are going to escort him. Now, he's a brilliant guy, the dean. When do you meet him?
5: All right, come on, wise guy. Better come quietly. Take your hands off me, copper. Stop shoving.
2: Who's that? The dean. The dean. Dr. Baxter, wait, it's me. What about my diploma?
5: Oh, Riley, have you got the graduation fee? Yeah, here it
2: is, 50 bucks.
5: Okay, here's your diploma. Thanks. All right, get in the wagon back there. Take it easy, copper. I was just collecting my bail. Officer, what's going on here? Well, this crook's been running a phony school. You'd be surprised the number of chumps fell for it. Let's go,
0: Joe.
2: I bet I know who's the champ chump. Rally, I'm
6: I'm awfully sorry about that. Thanks, boss. I've got my car here. Is there anything I can do for you?
2: Yeah. Run Run me over. How can I go home after this? I wish there was a magician could make me disappear off the face of the earth.
6: Did you say magician or mortician?
2: (laughs) Who's that? It is I,
6: Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker.
2: Oh, it's you, Digger.
6: Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural.
2: Well, so I don't feel fine. For three months I've been slaving away, digging and digging. And all of a sudden everything caved in.
6: I wouldn't want that to happen to me.
2: <laughs> Why do some people have to be dishonest?
6: Ah, dishonesty.
2: A pernicious
6: practice. Of course, in my business, we are protected by the UEPUIC.
2: UEP, UIC?
6: The Undertakers, Embalmers, and Pallbearers Underground Investigating Committee.
0: <laughs>
6: we check up on members of the provision to see if they have any skeletons in the closet.
2: You know, Digger, I was supposed to graduate from college today. Ah, uh,
6: I remember when I graduated from MIT. The Mortician's Institute in Tombstone. (laughs) I wrote a poem with which I inspired my fellow graduates. Tomorrow we go into business with success as our only goal. May each of us have the good fortune to always wind up in a hole.
2: So I didn't even graduate. The dean turned out to be a big crook. Now I'm afraid to show my family my face.
6: I don't... I advise. Go home. Tell your beloved brood the truth. They'll die. I'll go with you.
0: <laughs> no. No,
6: I'll go alone. I'll tell them. Don't, fellow. Well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. <laughs>
2: Hello, Peg.
3: Why? Well, what are you doing home this time of the day? Oh, you're not sick.
2: Well, you see, I, I went down to the school this afternoon.
3: Hey, Pop, what's that
4: in
2: your pocket? Junior, wait! Don't, it's don't a touch.
3: Diploma. Hey, look, Mama, a diploma from P I T. Riley, you graduated. Congratulations, Pop. Oh, Daddy, give me a kiss. When did it happen?
2: This afternoon. They put it ahead of time. So oh,
3: you! Why didn't you tell us so we could be there?
2: Well, I did phone, but. Look, Peg, when I got
4: there... Oh, don't
3: apologize, dear. The main thing is you graduated. Oh, it's just as well I didn't go. If I'd been there, I'd probably have cried. Well,
2: don't worry. I cried for you.
3: (laughs) Oh, you sweet darling, I'm so proud of you. It isn't every wife who has a husband like you.
2: And ain't they glad? (laughs)
3: Oh, I want a swell diploma. Chester A. Riley, baccalaureate scientist. Oh, come on, Bob. Let's hang it up. No,
2: no, no. You mustn't, Junior.
3: Why, I want it up there on the wall where everybody can see it. But, Peg, Riley, I... this is a happy occasion. Let's see a smile on your face. Well, come on now. Smile.
2: I'm smiling.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now go on into the kitchen and get the hammer and some nails. But, Peg, but... Don't be such a modest hero. Go on now. Okay, What's the matter with Daddy? He looks sick. Oh, it's just excitement. Oh, I'll see who it is. Oh, hello, Mr. O'Dell.
6: Greetings, folks. I'm glad to see you've taken the news so bravely. Smile, everybody. Let's be gay.
0: (laughs) What
3: news?
6: Why, about that crooked school and the fake diploma. Fortunately, they arrested the deep. Oh. (laughs) Riley didn't tell you.
3: Why, why, no, we, we thought...
6: Oh, dear, there I go again, digging somebody's grave for him.
4: <laughs> well
3: Gosh,
2: Pop didn't really graduate.
3: Oh, poor Daddy. Oh, my, no wonder he acted so strange. Well, I
2: got the hammer. But, Peg, do you really think we ought to go... Well, what's the matter? What's everybody looking so glum about? This is a happy occasion, ain't it? Well, why don't you smile? Like I'm smiling. Why are you sitting there staring at me like a... Oh, do you?
0: <laughs> Mr. O'Dell was just here.
4: Oh, uh- I guess there's no use hanging up this diploma now. No.
2: Let's hang me up instead. <laughs> oh, Peg, how could I have been so dumb? No wonder you hate me.
3: Oh, but we don't hate you. How can you say that, Daddy?
2: Gee, what's the matter with you? You mean, in spite of what I did, wasting our money, making a fool of myself, you you still love me?
3: Of course we love you.
2: What a revolting development this is. <laughs>
1: We'll be back in just a moment. The whole country is talking about Prell. Letters pour into Procter & Gamble about the new radiant cream shampoo in the tube, Prell. Mrs. Arthur Doherty of Long Island City writes,
3: My whole family says Prell is the best shampoo we ever used. Prell leaves hair so soft, shining, easy to manage.
1: Friends, introduce Prell to your family. They like the way Prell removes unsightly dandruff quickly. They'll go for Prell's handy tube. You'll agree, the shampoo to sing about is...
3: C-R-E-L-L Pearl Shampoo Leaves hair radiant, gleaming bright Not a bit of dandruff is inside Comes in a tube, handy too C-R-E-L-L Pearl Shampoo
2: Well, one thing, Peg, even if the dean was a crook, I did graduate from college That's more than a lot of guys can say, right?
3: Oh, yes, and I'm very proud of you.
2: Well, goodbye, Dumplin'. I'm late for work.
3: Oh, oh, don't forget your lunch box.
2: But, Peg, you said I should buy lunch. You, You didn't have any wax paper to wrap my sandwiches.
3: I don't need wax paper. I used your diploma. $89
2: for lunch.
1: Gamble invites you to join us again next week to hear the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Alan Lipscott and Reuben Schiff, with music by Lou Kozloff. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger Odell is John Brown Jr. is Tommy Cook. Babs is Barbara Eiler. Dean Baxter is Alan Reed. Mr. Stevenson is Ken Christie. Mabel is June Foray, and the cop is Herb Vigran. The life of Riley is produced and directed by Irving Brecker. This is Ken Carpenter reminding you that for radiantly clean, radiantly lovely hair, get the shampoo in the tube. Prell Prell shampoo. She was the Duchess daughter,
4: her finery looked. Just so, she washed them all as you are with wonderful
1: ivory snow. Ah, wonderful ivory snow, the soap that's so kind to your hands, you just know it's kind to sheer nylons and dainty lingerie. Yes, your hands will tell you why ivory snow keeps lovely washables lovely longer. Prove it by this simple test. This week, wash your dishes with ivory snow. When you see how it pampers your hands, you'll really know it's extra kind to your fine fabrics. You see, there's no other soap like it. Ivory Snow's the only soap both ivory mild and granulated for efficiency. Make suds instantly and lukewarm, even in cool water. So let your hands tell you why Ivory Snow keeps pretty undies, print dresses, and other nice things lovely longer.
4: Yes, wonderful Ivory
1: Snow. S-N-O-W. Blessed again next week when Prell, the amazing new radiant cream shampoo in the tube, brings you the life of Riley. Good night.
5: This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.